0: And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault, and it is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. Got Adrian here. Man, alive, my face looks very shiny and very big today, Adrian. It's (laughs) very odd, (laughs) but I hope everybody's having a very, very good day. I just got word that um, Marina Wari just crossed 99,000 people registered for the Most Powerful Women in Network Marketing event in two weeks, at which Denise and I get to be on the couples panel. Which is very, very cute. So they're gonna have all kinds of rock stars. Gwyneth Paltrow, Kate Hudson, Lisa Nichols, and somebody else. That 40 lady.
1: Marie Forleo.
0: Yeah, she's amazing. So the only one they're missing is our guest today. The great, the one, the only Kim Claver, my one of my, she's my like my arch rival because I have always been this money grubbing maniac that was out there in the world, just being a network marketer's network marketer and telling everybody, man, go like crazy, make a lot of money and don't worry about the products. And Kim Claver was all out on the other side of the coin going, worry about the products and don't worry about the money. And they're both going to take care of themselves. And somewhere... In the middle, John Milton Fogg got us together in the same room and I fell in love with her. She went to Harvard. I went to Littleton High School. She graduated with high honors. I barely got out of there. We've got nothing in common, but I'll tell you what, I love her with all my heart. She is a hardworking woman. She's done a bunch of private stuff for me over the months and during COVID out of the kindness of her heart. She is a good woman who knows her stuff. So how you doing, Kim Claver?
2: Awesome. Totally awesome and delighted to be here too.
0: Well, that's exciting news. Have you met my son, Adrian? Hey, Kim, good to see you. But
2: I've seen him though, and it's easy to tell who the good-looking father is, right? It's like the I've
0: I've always
1: been told I looked like the mailman, Kim. But thank you. But
2: that's a good sign. You know, what the mailman get to do a lot.
0: (laughs) So, so Kim. Yes. We're in an age of income claims on Clubhouse. Product claims on Clubhouse. People out there making. I, today I watched a video. Apparently Bob Proctor told a bunch of people this morning to manifest their dreams. So I see three different email, uh, three different Facebook post, live, live posts where people say, "I'm making two million dollars a year." Watch this one million dollar one, one one minute video. But the title was, "I'm making a million dollars a year." And that feels like an income and a dangerous thing. We're we're in very, very scary times around income and health claims, aren't we?
2: I don't even know what to say to that, you know, because how how are they going to have anyone believe them when they say I'm making two million without saying P.S. This is an exercise. This is a manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. This is I'm doing this exercise. How do you like this headline? I'm making $2 million a day or a month or an hour, but it's kind of like warn people. This is an exercise. I'm testing this. How does this sound to you? How does it come across? And, you know, think about this. Why would they need to say that to somebody else? Why not just say it in the mirror to the That's who has to change. It's nobody else is going to change. They have, they can change themselves. Don't you think so?
0: I completely agree.
2: Yeah. And look in the mirror and say, you know, you're a stud pie, you're this, you're that, you're going to be this, you're going to be that. It's all about you and the person in the mirror. In the end, that's who you have to persuade. That's who has to make the changes to become that person that is of enough skills, attitude, thinking, being, reacting to people, you know, having perspective. That's the, I mean, the difference between you and anybody in your team Is that you have a certain perspective now that they didn't have and they don't have yet you know and it's all kinds of things we all know what's the difference between elon musk and somebody else well yeah so he's smart but it's just the questions he asks and what he puts out there you know, like with the battery everybody said you're never going to make a car that's fast with a battery because batteries are too expensive so he goes well what's the battery made of it's made of this 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 and this where can we get this we can get it here 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 and way cheaper so they buy them naked ingredients, repackage it, and make a battery that's totally affordable and has Teslas beating Ferraris. So, you know, it's really what you tell yourself and questions you ask yourself. And I think the more we try to impress other people with how great we are, regardless, even if we are great, it doesn't have any impact on anybody else except that you think you're of yourself.
0: Completely agree.
2: Have you ever seen Elon saying, I'm the smartest? No. Somebody will say in an interview, how'd you get so Oh, I'm, I'm really not that smart. You know, I just ask different questions. That's what you I just watched him this morning. It's never about, you know, me, me, me. So, yeah, I think that it's like, it's just dumb. And you know, Tom, people know that the person speaking isn't making $2 million. So oh, no, no. I, it's kind of like with the, with the money, you know, when you think about your business and my business and all that, really network marketing business, all direct business, all of them, you know, in the end, if you think about, if you're going to say something, you want to have a little qualifier, it it gives you humility also, you are like I'm testing this thing and here, here's how it sounds. I'm going to see if this is going to happen to me, right? So the person knows, but let's say you have the greatest, I just got some oils from you, right? I think you have eucalyptus. I know I have some of that. If I were going to market that oil and talk about how great it could be, I would get a video like the one I just saw 10 minutes ago about a, a boy, a baby. Let's say I'm going to market your stuff, right? I got your, you know, I got your oils. I really like your oils. For all of you marketing any kind of oils, here's a way to think about it. Totally different. You would never know what's in the oil from me. Who cares? Eucalyptus oil. Or that's as close as we're going to get. I might tell you a story about a baby that was, I just saw today. was abandoned, I don't know, 19, 20 years ago. Somebody picked him up. And then he had some kind of a brain disease. He had to get, I don't know, some brain eating amoeba. This is a little story about this child. And the child grows up and he's kind of slow on the draw and he needs a lot of help, a lot of tutoring. And one day he has a teacher that really helps him. And she puts next to him eucalyptus oil. And over the next four or five years, the kid so um, restores his brain that he gets into Harvard at 15, he is, uh, has got a PhD now at 19 from Harvard and has joined up with some other, you know, physicist or what have you to talk about what the eucalyptus oil can do for a human being. That's what I would sell. Sure. But forget all the rest of it. If a life has changed that much, and that's primarily the thing I would have a run on your eucalyptus oil and buy 10,000 bottles for every person who feels slow on the draw. Why? Cause you got a story to tell, Right. About somebody else so yeah i would yeah why you
1: know, and why do you why is that story as opposed to it was extracted this way and all the you know all the sort of stuff that we that get tempted to talk on. about yeah, I know. why does you know, that you know, why well, is all all that story time. so powerful
2: yeah because the, you know there's a guy named claude hopkins wrote a book called my life in advertising and in the 1900s he was I mean, he was today's Elon Musk in advertising. He was so successful. And he said, one of the horrible things about advertising is the people who make it, the manufacturers, they're so proud of what they did. The springs in the bed, the material, the how many ingredients there are, how many minerals. And they should be proud. But the person buying it doesn't buy it for that. They don't even know what the hell's in it. Do you know what's in an iPod? I bet you either, neither one of you have a clue. You probably never have no. one up. But Do you think they sell? Steve Jobs That we need to talk about this iPad. I mean, the iPod, when the first, iPod first came out, it has this ingredient, it has so many bites, so many this, so many that. It has a wheel that does this, it has this. You know what he says? He holds it up and he says, 1,000 songs in your pocket. That's nothing. He didn't even give it a name. They didn't even say what the name of it was, you see. And so that's the kind of marketing that makes a person go, I want a thousand songs in my pocket. I want to be like that kid who, whose brain seemed to be a little slow. And now he's really smart. Where do I get that eucalyptus oil? So this, the the way we market and the way we've made a lot of money, don't think I'm not a money grubber. I'm as much of a lover of big money as you, Mr. Chenault, (laughs) so I don't want you to think that for, why do you think my programs are on 24,000 bucks? Yeah, get three, four clients a week, and I don't have to do a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a question of how to get to the money. Right. You know, how do you get to it? And one of the things about movements that you, you're doing, movement to make a person say, I really want that, it usually never leads with the money. It's always the thing it can do for somebody else. You know, like... That's really what people are looking for. And and if I were to say to you, well, you know, I have something that's gonna, I, I, I got something. And if you're having trouble with your sex life, this is gonna make her beg you for it three times a week. You wanna <laughs> know what it is, yes or no? I'm telling you, you wanna know or not? How many patties go in the air? <laughs> yeah. If you're not, something's wrong with you for sure. And you <laughs> wouldn't want to show people that, right? But do you did you ask me what it is? No. Did you say what's in it? No. Did you say, which company is it? No. Well, what wrapper is it? What network marketing company is it? Or what, where do you get it? All you ask is what is it? And how could I get my hands on it? And when a person markets in that way, they're pursuing a betterness of themselves that they want for themselves, not the ingredients of the product. And what Claude Hopkins said is that the people who make it are the most loving and kind and all of this, but they're the worst to sell it because they focus on that thing that they are proud of, which is the ingredients. And I mean, I've built six of these companies to the top, usually always in record time because I recruit so fast. I don't, I get almost never get rejection because that's, that's the way I market. Nobody ever says, well, how do you compare your water filter to my water filter? They didn't even know what mine was when I sold more than anybody else the first time. There was nothing to compare. It's either you drink the caca out of the faucet or you drink filtered. And if you drink filtered, you pay a buck a gallon and this is a nickel a gallon. So that was the dichotomy I set up. So Tom, that's really my story. I've always wanted to tell you, I'm as, as interested in making significant income because it's fun to have money. It's a lot more fun to have it than not to have it. Think of who you could support and what you can do,
0: right? You're right, 100% right. So here's here's what, I, how'd you get into Harvard? Why, why after going to Harvard, did you get into the network marketing business? How did this all thing all go down?
2: Well, what happened is um, I wasn't sure. You got 20
0: seconds, so hold it.
1: She got 90
0: seconds. plus. Oh, yeah. We got a minute and a half. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Harvard was just something my parents were educated. And I thought, well, you know, I didn't go to Harvard because they were in the Netherlands. And I said, you know, I think I want to go to Harvard. So I went to Cambridge and I met with some people there and, you know, things I, I like people. So it's easy for me to meet them. And I met with the guy who ran the program and said, well, you know, I might want to do this program and what have you got and blah, blah, blah. And if I apply, you're going to let me in. He said, yeah, okay, we'll let you in. So I prepared the path for myself first, then I applied and then I got in. And from Harvard, I went, I did academic stuff for, you know, research projects and whatnot and got grants from the government. And after that I ended up in real estate and it's in the real estate business that I met somebody who had the water filters when I was doing Taekwondo and I so like those water filters. I figured I can sell those things. Give me that. Let me see how to do it. And that my first deal was NSA, the same one Eric's in, uh, used to be in. We met, as a matter of fact, at NSA in the water filter. I know Jay Martin. I do totally know Jay Martin.
0: That's getting way back there.
2: Oh, my gosh. But good. There were good days. So that's how that happened. And I really liked it so much. I thought, oh, man, a lot of people should have clean water. And if they knew they could get it so cheaply, they would probably do it. I had no idea there would be any resistance, and I I I got almost no resistance.
0: All right, we're going to take a break now. This is the Genesis Communication Network. This is the one and only Kim Claver. She's quiet. You pay attention to her. She swings a huge stick. We'll be back right after this. All right, Adrian, take it away, baby.
1: <laughs> that was awesome, Kim. I'm I I love your quiet spirit because you don't have to like you. yell and jump up and down to know what you're talking about, do you?
2: What do you think? Does Elon ever yell? Did Steve Jobs ever yell? Did any of them ever do any of this (laughs) hoo-ha? No, you do your thing and you see what happens, right?
1: That's exactly right. That is exactly right. So you are a very smart woman, very educated, not the loudest person in the room, doesn't jump off the page as an extrovert, but you had this deep interest in other people that led you eventually into network marketing. And so what is it what, what is it about the power of human connection that attracted you, Kim?
2: I think I am more, rather than a, um, I'm probably, I see myself more as somebody who was put here to influence other people rather than connect with other people. And of course you have to connect with them but, and I think there are many ways to connect that I've been thinking about that little app of yours that you have. And, you know, and as soon as I can properly download it, I, I mean, I totally get the idea if you're talk, out and about and talking to people, you want to remember who the hell they are and what their name is and their kid is named hoo-ha, I mean, that is definitely there. And if I used an app like that, what I would probably do with it is ask my qualifying questions to find out whether I should bother to contact that person again. Yeah. So to me, everything in this world is about pre-qualification. It, 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 that is to say, if people are crying, like I'd like to have somebody post in the group, say, what is your biggest obstacle? Give me your biggest problem that you've got in the business in, in building your business. You know, like, do you know what to do when you don't do it? Or you're afraid to do it because you're going to get rejected. Somebody's going to say you look stupid or you are stupid, and then you're going to feel dumb and feel like you're the loser. What are the issues that you've got? If somebody could put that in the chat, it would be great to see. Because I can tell you that 9 out of 10 rejections people get could have been avoided. And that means 9 out of 10 dropouts could have been avoided. I know that because I've done it. And that's what we teach. And I thought I'd give a few tips on how to do that. Because if with your connections, when you go out and out and about if you ask a single question or two questions and you put away that answer you'll know about who you should contact what you should say because you'll have some idea about where they are because yeah everybody wants more money everybody wants more health everybody wants more health and wealth but they may not want it our way and so if we nag and nag and nag right then we're going to be seen as that's the nag so we don't respond to them anymore so it's good to have these qualifying questions that are right there. So you take that right down on a scale of one to 10, where are you here? One is totally don't care. 10 is, Oh my God. Oh my God. Totally gotta have it. So, you know, there are six, there are eight, there are 10. So when you start your connection, you start with the tens. Why? Cause they're the easy bait. They're the easy, le- I shouldn't say that they're, they're the easy ones, right? They're the ones who are already at the top without you doing a thing. You see,
1: you're recognizing where there's a need and where the timing is right. And yeah, wh- you don't
2: recognize it. You ask because we yes. don't know. And then right. you store the information so that when you start making reconnections, you start with the tens.
1: Right on, right on. And, and by doing that, you avoid so much of the- just- Oh my
2: God, you avoid the pain problem. that makes everybody say, I'm done, I'm quitting. And yeah. not because they don't like the product or the company or you or your upline, because they feel like losers. And that is why I do this. It is so wrong.
0: All right. We're going to come back to the main show. So hold on one sec. And we're back. It's Tom Chanel. It's the network marketing leadership show. We got Adrian Chanel. We've got Kim Claver. She is a very, very smart cookie who is methodical. She's got systems. She's got trainings. She's got books. She's got free stuff. She is all of it in a bag of chips and if you do want to, we've got a stream yard going here for people that okay. aren't listening yeah, to the I radio. Love
2: to use that. Yeah, I just I'm so happy that I get to use it with you. I have to practice
0: on Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah, right. yeah, but when 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 you when you are all listening on the radio on Saturday, know that we're we're taking some questions from the audience. So we'll read the question out loud of right. people that want to ask us something. Sure. But Kim is incredible. There's a woman out there named Cindy who says her biggest problem is that she stands in her own way and self sabotages when things are going well. Welcome to the human race. I do the same thing, Cindy, and uh, I've never gotten over it, and I'm 69 years old. You're in trouble. Take it away, Kim. Yeah, (laughs)
2: Yeah. that is uh, a big thing. Let me ask you, Cindy, uh, what do you do for people? Don't tell me the name of the product or anything like that. What does your thing do for people? Just fill in the blank. I help people, blah, blah, blah. What do you help them do? What's the next place you help them get to? With okay, she'll you come thought. back
0: to that. We can't do that because we're kind of like live. So we're going to be out live on 500 stations. So as that comes back, otherwise we'd have a very big lull right here. So, we can't do question and answer and then question and answer again unless she was a call in show, which we didn't do. So, sorry, she's not talking oh, to us. Bummer. Oh, I blew it up, man. I, you know, that's for the high tech
2: people. I think that's a very cool thing, though. That's like a, you know, that idea having the back and forth is a really good thing. Standing no in your own way is very, very common. Uh, this very morning, I was standing in my own way. I was on a on a mastermind with a group of people. Who are doing million dollar days, and this, you know, she has like forty or fifty people that are scheduled to do those. And I'm thinking, a million dollar a day for them personally. They're individuals like us, right? They're not some, mm-hmm. they're not, you know, Steve Jobs or something like that. And I'm thinking, God, I must be really right. So what you feel like, a, like a loser? And yeah. I had that moment, and I caught it. It's cute yeah well compared to them you're not doing a million dollars a day honey so every day right because you want to have two or three days like that so you don't have to work for the rest of the month or the rest of the six months or whatever you have these are the masterminds i love to be in them because i love to see people go from nothing to that which sounds incredible right so when you take those kind of thoughts just ask yourself if i did succeed you know how would that feel how would it feel if you did succeed and define success as say getting your next 10 customers Make it small, getting one more customer, helping one person. Because remember, your business is about you. If you want money from somebody, you have to help them get further along than they were before. So if you really help somebody and they say, oh, my gosh, thank you very much. Here's 100 bucks or 200 bucks. Would you feel like you're standing in your own way? Would you still feel like that? So you take the focus off us and focus it on the person you're helping cross the street, push the buggy, do the grocery cart whatever you're doing to help the person get further along. How could you possibly be in your own way if that's what you're focused on doing? Right. Yeah. Does that help a little bit, Cindy? You let me know. I know. Oh, sorry. you're not supposed to come back. to Yeah. You.
0: She said I help people in health and wellness and she's in that world. So basically she's in that kind of business, but yeah, here's the deal. All of a self-sabotage and the name of the game is getting up every day. And I was reading a Zig, Zig quote about not focusing on the obstacle, focus on the target all the time, and blast that out of your head. And do not let. And I know what my self sabotage triggers are today, and I avoid them at all costs. They do not. It is not something I obsess over. I know they're there, but I, I keep my eye on the target of what I want. And Cindy, I think that's that's what you're going to need to do. What's a website that people can get to to figure out who the heck you? Where Where do we go? Do we go to what?
2: Oh, for me? Yep. Um, I think I gave a, a link to um, Marianne. Marianne. Yeah. With, I have, yeah. yeah max.com, okay. glad to
0: see you. That one okay?
2: Yeah, that one. And what it'll do is ask you to opt in. So you put your contact information and then you will be, guess what? <sighs> You'll be on my email list. So I'm the one who writes all these emails. So that's what you're going to be. And when you finish doing that, um, there will be a little thank you page. So you, if, you, if you click on that or if you copy it over, maxout.com, you can see it there. Glad to see you. Then you will come to a page that has something called the Orange Book. So if you are somebody, if you're somebody who asks a question like, if my product's so great, how come I can't sell it? That's, you want, you want to go there. And okay. they'll ask you to blow five bucks if you want to know The answer to the question, if my products are great, how come I can't sell it? That's the orange book. And then what we do is, on this rejection topic that we've been talking about, how to pre-qualify people with one or two questions so that you don't do your whole spiel and drop it on somebody after 40 minutes, they say, I don't have any money. I mean, that would make me suicidal. (laughs) It would. I got it. I don't think, I I did that maybe once, and it was like, oh my God, what a, not only a waste of time, but you feel like a total boo. You must be yep. the dumbest one on the block, right? Well, let's,
0: let's take a fast break. Okay. So, we're going to come back. This is a very long break, and then it's a long segment right after this. Oh, we're we good. Gonna... We're good. Okay, good. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Kim Calaver. Stick around. All right. Okay, we're out of the, we're in the corner. Oh, Kim, you are a very, very interesting interview. We love her. She's the best. She's funnier than hell. <laughs> Okay, cool. And Paul Capozio. Oh man.
1: We love that guy. Yeah.
0: Right in the middle of the show, he asked me for a three-way call. I said, look, after the show, <laughs> good God, the guy is the best contact mapper I know bar none. And he, you know, he's just got, got major game. He
1: is totally, totally all over it. So we got a webinar coming up on Thursday. Can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah,
0: please do. So,
1: you know, what we're really we, this shows the network marketing leadership show. And we called it that on purpose, right? We didn't call it the network marketing show. We didn't call it, we. it's about leadership and it's about being able to create leadership and followership. And, and Kim was talking on the last break about that, the importance of you know what you're really, you're connecting with people but you're really trying to influence people. And ultimately to be a leader, you got to influence people and then show them how to influence people so that you create this leverage for yourself. Yep. And so on Thursday, we are doing a webinar that I'm really, really excited about. And it's how to use contact mapping to expand your organization. And this is really what it's about. It's, it is about how do you create not just growth on that top level, not just going wide, but how do you create depth and duplication in an organization, no matter what business you're in, through the power of creating
0: connection and followership. And we've read a lot of books on this. I mean, you know, he is the five dysfunctions of team. uh, The hard thing about the hard things. Adrian is a student of business books. And we have decided to take this leadership conversation, good to great type stuff to a whole different level this Thursday. And you're going to be blown away at the access that you personally have to being a great leader. And there is a big difference between having an organization under you and you're getting paid on it. So all your everybody's telling you how great a, a leader you are, but in your heart of hearts, you know that's smoke and mirrors, but you desperately want to catch up and be that leader before people figure out you're not. This is that webinar for you. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And it's, you know, leadership is the heart. The leadership is the most valuable thing and it's the hardest thing because it really, there are so many pieces of who you are and what you believe about yourself and what you believe about others and all that stuff comes out and to be able to unlock the secrets of helping people to, to understand how, what they're looking for aligns with what you're looking for and how to create win-wins and how, you know, you're, you're basically trying to create a volunteer army and those who do that well, you're unstoppable. And that's what we're, that's what we're going to give you the blueprint for in this conversation is how to become that unstoppable leader, how to have people, you know, what, what does it take to, to build an organization where people would you know, they'd follow you anywhere. What, how do you become the kind of leader where, you know, God forbid something ever ha- happens to your company that your organization goes, okay, well, you know, we were re- we're here for you. We're, you know, where are we going next? And that's the kind of conversation that you want. And you've done that, you know, other leaders who've done that. And that's, that's what it's all about. Right.
0: I had a company go out of business once. This is hysterical. And uh, have I, have I got a, have no, me- you got a minute? Okay, cool. So here's the uh, company went out. Of, uh, I am a leader in a company a guy named Garrett McGrath called me on the phone, said, we're out of business. I said, what? I'm your upline? And he goes, yes, we're out of business. I go, you're kidding me. And I didn't know what to do. So I just, my head's wheeling. We had an opportunity meeting that night. I went to the opportunity meeting. I stood on the stage and said, guess what? The company's out of business, but that makes absolutely no difference because I am your leader And I'm going to place us all in the very best place for all of us. You just need to give me a couple of days. And that's leadership. And if you learn this business, and if you learn leadership, that's the kind of leader you can become. And I'm not going to say that it's good that your company goes out of business or something catastrophic happens. But if you're the kind of leader that we're capable of helping you become and you're capable of becoming, there is no doubt in my mind if that horrible black swan does show up in your life, you've got the tools in the toolbox to be able to pivot and keep moving, which is the key. And I promise you, every one of us have one of those black swans in our future, whether we want to admit it or not right? Totally right. So
1: go to contactmapping.com slash webinar. All the details are there. There's a replay. So just register for free and uh, we'll get you hooked up.
0: Yeah. Very cool. All right, we're back. It's Tom Chenault. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. We got Adrian here and we're talking to Kim Claver and Adrian's real, real smart too. So we got two intellect and one maniac. So I'm talking real loud and real fast. And Adrian's about in the middle. And then you got Kim and it's just like measured knowledge, measured knowledge knowledge. And I'm watching all the comments and everybody's going, man, this woman is all of it in a bag of chips, measured knowledge, but don't think she can't get excited because I've seen her excited on more than one occasion. And she's just, she's just the best. I love her. And uh do you know who Donna Saratella is? Kim?
2: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. She's I the
0: compliance queen of network marketing. I mean, unbelievable. And she's got a similar vibe to you. She's got this incredible incredible scary power and she just she's written all kinds of books on compliance and network marketing and we've interviewed her a few times and it's kind of about how i feel about this interview it's way beyond my pay grade the work that you do but i understand how you're able to charge $24,000 for a course i understand how you're able to go to a mastermind among people that made a million bucks in a day i can see that vividly cuz you are the real deal young lady and i love you oh thank
2: you thank you all right, do people have any more questions that are live here? If you want to pop one, that's totally great. It'll give us a great topic so we know we're actually speaking. To All right, so
1: there's I don't think there's any in the chat right now, but fire away Facebook Livers and let us know. Yeah, I
2: was looking at the Facebook Livers, right? Yeah, Yeah,
1: but in the meantime, I've got a question. Play like you're on the radio. <laughs> Forget oh, okay, Facebook okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, here, we, so here's, here's my question for you. Ads, right, Tom? Remember we did this, what, five years ago or something? Yes. Yeah. Come the big fuzzy thing. And then you'd have the, they'd have some kind of weird ad. At least the ad's about something good now.
0: There we all go. Right. Yeah. yeah, we've improved. Yeah. We've gotten better in five years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Kim, here's my question for you. It sounds like a huge part of what you do is really helping people to understand this process of asking the right questions, pre-qualifying people and getting to the place where they're getting a much higher proportion of yes and a lot fewer no's because of how they segment those people that they're talking to. And so give us a, a taste of what that process looks like to qualify these conversations earlier on.
2: Okay. Well, we're actually doing an end of rejection challenge. And that five day thing, and that's, those are the five pieces that are in there. Um, if people say, okay, I mean, uh, so that folks that are listening can get this. Let's say that one of your problems is that you're ready to quit because if anybody's ever thinking about quitting, it's usually because of one reason. They got too many no's. Right, Tom? Am I right with that? hundred percent right. Right? too many no's. So you can kind of go. When these
0: people tell you to go for no, and that's
2: crazy. Well, if that's the way you are, I guess you could do it. But I would never, I can't even, that has got to be the, the dumbest approach for people who are sensitive. You see, now for people who are not like the big Marine, you know, like my ex used to be, I guess they could just run right into it. I'm not one of those. I got rejected when I was a kid. So, and, and it was so impactful. I decided whatever I do, whether I get married, build a business, have a do religion, there's nothing that's going to ever, if it's not there, crush me like that did ever. Yeah. Okay? And that's why I've built everything this way that people come to me. I don't have to worry about, you know, banging on every, everyone. But it's kind of like um, what we do is really not that hard. It's just a different way. In our industry that I love madly because it has the ability to magnify you. So the question is, what do you want to magnify? Do you want to be magnify the wussy you or the one that's going to go get it and make it happen and bring somebody else to their next place? If that's all you ever did, people would love you. You'd never be rejected. There would be a line out both doors and the front and the back. That's how it would be. So the way to make this work so that you can influence the people who are ready to be influenced, not those who aren't. Remember, Jesus only had 12. And look what they did to him when it was all over. <laughs> so you're going to get, no, don't think they're all going to say yes, because you love your product and you love the ingredients. Don't ever sell the product or the ingredients, sell what it can do. Most of my people in all six companies that I built over 29 years, never knew what the product was before they were ready with their credit card. Why? Because they were looking for the end. That's what they're looking for. I could say, you want to have sex three times a week? Yeah. Sign here. Okay. Okay. 50 bucks a month, if they trusted me, they would sign. Wouldn't even know what it was. This is how you wanna focus on what your product Uh, is. You you guys have told me, this is what you're doing,
0: right? Right,
2: 100%. I could say, if you are tired of feeling crappy, unloved, like you really are just never gonna have a friend or anybody who loves you, and every time you look in the mirror, you're gonna feel terrible, I got something to help you. You don't even know what it is. It could be the latest hair stuff to make your hair stop falling out. It could be some kind of a facial thing where your face is radiant again. You see, the desire humans want is beyond the product. Nobody gives a crap what we sell, except Apple, because they know everything that company makes has got a thousand people's love in it and caring, and that's why. They don't take shortcuts over there. But everybody else is kind of get it out, get it out, get it out. So you can't sell your product because there are a hundred of it of them cheaper on Amazon. You got to have like a little offer. That's slightly off the track, but the thing is, and what's an offer? Let's take the you know some of the stuff that you guys have. You might, for example, um, I happen I just got a bunch of oils uh, from Tom's Companies. So I'm a big oil <laughs> fan, and they're. You know, second to none, as far as I know. All right. I'm an oil person. I'm just saying that's the way it is. I know. And I I am an oil person. So I am knowledgeable about what's in it. But how it smells and how it works, that's all I care about. I don't read the ingredients. Because I have somebody who does all that and says, don't put this in your body. And if I can put it in, I don't look anymore. I just look for the effect, right? So what I would do if I were marketing a product like that, and, and I really know about oils and I love what they can do, you know, I would have... You know, a little one or two page PDF about things you can do to calm yourself, calming foods, calming Mm -hmm. uh, music, calming um, ways to sleep so that those little add-ons come from you. Amazon is never going to do that. There is no you at Amazon. All you fight for at Amazon when you lose your order and which all, all the people are doing, all companies, everything, little businesses, network marketing, direct, all of it losing to Amazon, because Amazon can beat us all on price. That's what it is. So we have to be special. We have to add something to it. That's us. What are you going to do? Do that. Write a little song about what you can do to, to, you know, I have a little saying at night before I go to sleep, you know, relax the muscles behind your eyes. Why? Because it relaxes everything. And I have water habits. And I would add those and say, this is how you can calm yourself. And if you want to have you know, a little booster, and you're somebody who really loves these oils. This is the one I'm using. Well, by the time you say that, you're already an advisor. You're not some seller schlep. You're an advisor who knows about how to calm oneself, you see. And that's what you do. Then you don't, you're not some schlep who's going to, you know, no. She's an advisor, and she knows how to relax. And she has all these ways to relax, sleeping, relaxing, foods, drinks, what not to drink at night. And it doesn't matter what the benefit is somebody wants. If you know how to relax, you won't be wrinkled like a prune. You won't wake up and have big bags because you're all relaxed, right? You want to get rid of the wrinkles, learn how to sleep. Learn how to eat foods that are anti-crinkle foods, and then add your anti-crinkle cream. Good call. These are the ways you can stand out. So this is what we call making an offer. And if you learn how to make an offer by adding like a P, yes, it's more work, but do you want a business or not? You have to wake up. This is not like it is, Tom, we've been around. It's not like it was 20 years ago. Amazon didn't exist. We will our worst enemy is Amazon in terms of product and people that care about the product because they can always do it cheaper. So we have to be that special person. And of course, link it to spreading the word becoming evangelicals almost missionaries to spread the word so people can become financially independent. That's what the industry does. If you show people how to do it without getting stomped in the face with rejection. And the way you do that is find out first what their interest level is in that particular thing. That's what we show people how to do. I mean, if you want to come to the challenge, sign up for the email list, the link should be there. And then we'll send you a link to one of these challenges. So you can see if you don't want to keep on hearing no, um i can show you how to do that and you don't do form we all know about form tom with all due respect to the history this is what we did 30 years ago you don't do form now because people don't want to be befriended by somebody who ends up later just asking for money right this is not how you want to treat people you don't want to be treated like that yourself they talk about relationship marketing why so you can sell them later no i don't buy any of that if you're good with what you've got The people come to you and that is the relationship. No pretending how much you care about them, blah, blah, blah. And the hemorrhoids and the husbands, that's a time killer. It's an energy suck. And most of those people are not even the right ones. So we spend our time with people, loving on them after they come in, extra. Of course, you want to be a good human to everything that walks. But don't pretend that you really care about them when all you really want is an order later. So put in those little qualifying questions. If you walk, you know, we've done so much restaurant and coffee shop stuff, Tom, I mean, you know, you got your thing going, I've done that for years. And we would ask, well, you know, we do something weird. You we do, yeah, it's pretty weird though. Well, what is it? Well, I don't know. And so we make them. I wanna know what it is. And we had a lady at Pete's Coffee some years ago. And I said, well, we we'll do this really weird thing. We like it a lot. We make a lot of money, but it's really weird. So it's just, you know, it's probably not for anybody. I would just tell them the counter person. Three ladies come. What is it? I want to know what that is. What's that weird thing? They never heard the product. They were interested in the energy around something that somebody cared about. They said, I'm, I'm weird. I'm weird. I want to, I'm weird. And of course, we signed her up. What else do you do with somebody like that? Right? Because our industry is weird. Being in business for yourself compared to the rest of the world is weird. So anyway, you want to have an offer, not just your product, which means a little extra thing there. You know what I mean? Um, putting put your offer in front of the right people is another uh, thing that you can do. You can, you know, if you guys want to see something interesting, if we have like about one minute, if, if you put up that image, I will we're gonna show- do it. We're going to do it right
0: after this break. Yeah,
2: I'll show you with one picture what we do and then you'll get this message and then you can choose it or not choose it. But I just want to be sure that with an image I can show you what I'm.
0: Yeah. We'll put it up right after this break. Okay, so
2: no
0: this is exciting. You guys, this woman knows her stuff. And you can tell that there is just no BS coming out of her mouth. And she doesn't like superficial, tricky, manipulating people any more than I do. And she's this March to 100 that I talk about all the time, where I mirror basically Richard Brooke and Larry Thompson and Taylor Thompson, where you're bringing 100 people into your business solidly with relationships, hopefully auto-ship where you're the best customer service person on the planet for those 80 people of that 100. 15 of them are going to become distributors that want to make a little bit of money, and you honor them and don't try to turn them into craze moonies. And then that four or five that take the drink, the Kool-Aid, that want to be just like you. That's how this business has been built forever and will be built forever. And what she's saying is exactly that. Treat people the right way. That's where, am I done? You are done. I'm done. Okay, so we're gonna take a break right now. This is Genesis Communication Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. Good. How'd it I do? Good. It was a good speech. I lost track. Of I like, yeah, I liked it <laughs> until I realized I
1: was talking through the break. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I I so let's actually keep going on that because I was just so as you were saying that I was thinking about this. So there's uh, I don't know if you've ever heard the 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 phrase "1,000 true fans," Kim from Kevin Kelly you familiar with that at all?
2: Yes, yes, yes. I totally, sure. yes,
1: yes. Yeah. I know. Kevin Kelly is this big techie futurist guy who used to be the editor of Wired Magazine. And he wrote an essay years ago called the 1000 True Fans. And the idea is that as any kind of creator or anything else that you really only need a thousand people to be your true fans and love what you do to be successful in anything. And a thousand is kind of a lot, but it's, it's not a in, in an internet world. It's not a, it's not a ton, but what was, standing out to me as you were sharing that is that it's really what's incredible about network marketing is that it's really only a hundred true fans when you have the leverage that gets created by the network marketing model and gets created by powerful relationships that then create that next layer of duplication where it turns into something and to think that you could build a massive business by having a hundred people that you serve really really well and 80 of them are only ever going to be customers, and 20 of them are going to be people that want to do what you do, and maybe five of those people are really going to go after it hard, but that that's enough, that you could be—you could build something that is la- lasting in its impact, that's life-changing financially for yourself with 100 people if you do it the right way and you really pay attention to the quality of that relationship and the quality of the kind of people that you're attracting.
0: that's a, That's really incredible. And if you do that, it's going to duplicate, even though you don't even even though you're in the game to be the best customer service person for the 80. They're going to notice you so much that they're not going to be able to help but talk about you to somebody. That 15, you're going to teach them the same thing. And that five just become better people. That doesn't mean you don't want to make money. Look at Kim Claver, man. She had this facade. I thought forever she didn't care about it. I I know her now. She is all of it in a bag of chips. She's a businesswoman with a heart. And that's what we need more of and integrity. That's, that's exactly right. And so just really think about that.
1: Think about, you know, it's so Kim was talking before the break about, you know, that there's, there's so much pretending out there. There's so much using, you know, forum, family, occupation, recreation, money, As this sort of like, I'm going to ask you all these questions, and I'm going to be your friend, and I'm going to do all this sort of stuff. But really, if you can find a hundred people that you genuinely want to pour into their life, then it isn't pretending anymore. It's it's the real thing, and that hundred is enough. And all you're doing is talking to people and figuring out: Is this you know? Do they need what I have? Do I even if they do? Do I want to hang out with this person? Do I actually want to invest my life in my precious? energy and time into that person and when you can find those people and then you can use a tool to love on them and to you know to reinforce that connection over and over again and stand out from the rest that's that's where real impact gets created that's where something that is more than just a a constant treadmill and you never feel like you're going anywhere that's where that gets created and that's really That's why contact mapping actually exists is to allow you to do that because that's what he did. And that's what we bottled up and turned into this concept that we call contact mapping to let you do that same thing. And so if you haven't checked it out yet, go check it out and just see what this is about. See what we're talking about and see if it's for you. And if it's not, that's totally cool, but I have a feeling it might be.
0: So we're coming back. Truth of the matter is I am really Kim Claver's brother of another mother. Fact. Okay, we're back. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. We've got Kim Claver with us. Adrian and I are here. She's got a slide she wants to show you, so we're going to pop that on you right now. Right, we yeah. haven't even seen it, so I'm getting ready to scream. But Jason, did you get it? Were you able to put it up on the screen? Possibly, possibly not. We might have that in a second here. Yeah,
2: so, no, that's good. I wonder if I could add something to what you boys were just saying.
0: Hit it. Please do. Um
2: and that is this and this is probably more you know you boys might not this might not resonate with you but i'm going to risk it for the people that are listening who are thinking that i don't have time to talk to every tom dick and harry i don't have the energy to love on everybody i don't want to love on everybody why should i love on everybody anyway i I don't even like their kid and I'm yada 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 right So one way to reposition this in your mind is to do what Steve jobs did when he was hiring people, you know, he has a beautiful video and he said, you know, we look for people who share the vision. So we don't love on just anybody. No. We love on people who share certain vision about certain things. Now, not some big, some stupid thing like I want to be a zillionaire and we're all going to do this and people have no clue how to do it. No. I'm saying like, for example, people who really have always wanted something of their own. They want to build something of their own, but they don't really have time to create a product or they don't have the confidence to create a product so they can pick somebody else's. They could be an affiliate marketer. They could be a network marketer. But if you talk to people who say, I'm a 10 there, I do want something of my own, but I want to market somebody else's something, then you have someone that has a shared vision. These are people that when you have, there's nothing you can pour into them or not, they'll pour right back into you because the interest is the same. you see what I mean? So you don't just talk into Lulu, who's got three kids and, you know, has no, has never even thought about a business of their own. And you're going to try and sell them how to do it. It is a long path to build your own business. What's leadership? Going the next step. That's leadership. It's nothing more than going the next step. Wherever you are right now, next one. See it, see your, see, you see stuff coming together and you take the next step. And the next step, it's leading you first. Do the thing you say you're going to do when you're going to do it, as often as you're going to do it, come hail or shine or rain or night or no matter what. Once you do that, people will follow you because that's so rare. And that's based on something that you care about. Yeah. So it's you first. So I just don't think you have to go love on everybody that you see. No. Find out first are you is this something of interest to you on a scale of one to ten? So that at least you have a fun conversation with a person. Because yep. you're talking about people who have same, not a network marketing company per se, no, not a specific product, no, but the idea of having something of your own. You know, where you're gonna learn how to do it. It's something of your own. where You market your own stuff, and you get to be, you know, kind of hoo ha. And you might even get something big. You might, you might even actually have some money. Right? Get rid of the old bunker. Buy you a new one.
0: Talk about that slide.
2: Right? This slide. All right. How much time do you have? Like two minutes?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Perfect.
2: Okay. Uh, I don't know if you can see the slide very well. Can you? If you can see that that's a toothpaste aisle, if yep. you could just say in the group that they see <clears> that. <throat>
0: Well, you have to describe it because we're on 550 radio stations Saturday.
2: Oh, oh, okay. All right. Talk about dumb, dumb. All right. You're looking, picture this, you're shopping, you're going to like Walmart or you're going to, I don't know, Safeway, Price Chopper, and you see all these aisles. Picture you're shopping with your little cart. You're seeing cereal aisles. You see this aisle. And one of the big aisles we see is toothpaste aisles. There are probably in this image, put it in your mind about 50, 60 different brands of toothpaste. One of them, each one of the companies that's there is in business and is a multi-million-dollar business. Each one, they're all toothpaste, right? All hair care, all whatever. This is toothpaste, that's just an example. It's the same for everything that we market that's out there. So if you, there, these toothpastes have what we call a dress, a wrapper, and it tells the person who it's for. That's what it does. So for example, on the Sensodyne toothpaste, some of you just imagine Sensodyne, you see the Sensodyne toothpaste and who is that for? Well, it's for people with sensitive gums. That's who right. buys it. If people come to the store and they have sensitive gums, and they need toothpaste, they make a beeline, what for the Sensodyne? Cause that's what the wrapper says. This is for people with sensitive gums. Right, right above it is another shelf of toothpaste. It's the green one. And this is the certified organic one. People who want certified organic make a beeline for certified organic. Then there's another toothpaste that has yellow and white stripes on it. And it is for people who have yellow teeth, they want white teeth. Then there's another bunch of, of sprays for people that don't have any teeth, they just wanna have sprays. Then there are liquid toothpaste. They're all that stuff. You are a toothpaste in our world. And if you can make your wrapper clearly state who you're for, you will almost never hear no. and some of you might go, but I'm gonna miss all these people. You're gonna miss them anyway. If you do keep marking the way you do, you're going to miss them all. Every product is for someone, and it is best for someone who. And yeah. once you get that, if you learn to put on your Sensodyne shirt so people know, oh, this is the one for somebody who yada, 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 those people will come out of the woodwork. That's so that's up. how you specialize. You see? And this is how we never get no. So that's how I wanted to show that.
0: You are a rock star. So, Kim, the website one more time. You do... Calls, you do podcasts, you do webinars. Do.
2: Yes, if you put that up there, that'd be great. It's maxout.com forward slash um, glad to see you. Yeah, yeah, that's an opt-in. And so you that means you put in your contact information, include your SMS, because some some of you are going to be on my webinars. We have a lot of free lives that we do to show people because we're kind of weird, you know. So if you're into weird, we're definitely weird and teach you something different. But I will tell you this if you learn how to do this without getting rejected without feeling like a loser, without feeling stupid and, and worst of all, quitting, you will suddenly feel like a new you. And that's what we're here to help you become. That We
0: love you. Go to that website, everybody. Angel Fletcher next week. I love Kim Claver. Put that, take that to the bank. We'll see you later, Kim. Okay. You are a little Thank angel. You see ya. We're going to send you a t-shirt too. So get ready for that. I've you. already got your address.
2: Yeah. We'll see you Thanks. later, baby. Yes. Bye-bye. Next Thanks for listening, right. everybody.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.